0: If your favorite favorite, <laughs> I feel like those <laughs> wow. Things change. If your favorite flavor Lacroix is not key lime, you are incorrect. You're fucking up, Royal.
1: <laughs> so aggressive.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, welcome <laughs> to you guys. Wow, happy to be back. Yes, happy to be back. I'm excited mm-hmm. for today.
1: So very happy.
0: <laughs> um,
1: okay, so today's theme is <laughs> ships, which also includes Ooh. cruise ships. Yes. Um, so who should go first? New season, starting fresh. I say you go first.
0: Okay, (laughs) because yeah, (laughs) I'm excited about yours because I didn't do any cruise ships at all. So, but that's like very exciting to me to think about people vacationing on a haunted ship. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some really good ones. Yeah. Okay. Then I will stop. So, okay, the first ship. These are all kind of old although the hauntings are modern day, Um, except the first one is one that I mentioned previously in our Bermuda Triangle episode, but I think it's interesting enough to share again. So it's the story of the Ellen Austin, which was a ship that sailed from Liverpool, England, to New York. And this was the one where on one of their trips, they saw a ship Out on the horizon that was sailing erratically all over the place. So they attempted to signal the ship, but they got no response. And because there was no response, they went to check on it to ensure that everything was okay. Um, And the captain of the Ellen Austin sent some of his crew onto the other ship to check it out. And they reported back that there was no one to be found on the ship and everything was in perfect order. The food was still there. The alcohol was still there. Everything was normal and no bloodshed or anything to indicate potential pirate involvement. Um, So seeing as the ship was in great shape, they decided to have um, this crew that went over there sail this mystery ship alongside the Ellen Austin so that they could add it to their fleet. Um, but shortly after they encountered a very strong storm, they were separated and luckily the Ellen Austin weathered the storm and lo and behold, there was this other ship way far out on the horizon again. Um, so they were like, oh yay, our other crew members must be okay. So they tried to signal, no one answered, <laughs> more of the crew went over onto this other ship. Only to find the exact same scenario as before, the crew was missing, but everything else was totally normal. That's so freaking so. creepy, man! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I just had to reshare that because I, I have no explanation. It's so mysterious. So, yep. All right, that was the. It's first- literally like the Black Pearl. Like I just. Envisioned- I know.
1: That I yeah. like go ghost it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I agree. And they're all down in Davy Jones' locker now. It must be. Davy Jones' <laughs> locker. <laughs> yep. So that was a repeat. But now I have... Let's see. Two, kind of three others. So um, this one is the Berkeley Steam Ferry. And... It was built in 1898 and it sailed mainly in the California Bay Area. And Damn. exactly, your stomping grounds. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this ship actually was really important um, because in 1906, when the massive earthquake struck San Francisco, the Berkeley transported thousands of people out of the city. Um, which was just being ravaged by fire and disaster. So that was very good of them. (laughs) But on a more spooky note, there was one specific incident that is thought to be the source of the hauntings that occur today. So in 1911, a passenger named John O. Norbum died in an explosion on board the Berkeley And the cause of the explosion was found to be a bottle of nitroglycerin that was found next to John during the police investigation. And John's family was, they strongly asserted that there's no way John would have just been casually carrying around (laughs) an explosive chemical. Um, So they suspect foul play. Which becomes more compelling, given the fact that John had shared concern with his family, that he felt as though he was being followed. So, there might have been somebody after him, and because of that, the family believed that maybe somebody slipped that into his pocket, <clears throat> or put it on his person, or like even threw it at him <laughs> because, in order for it to explode, the bottle had to break. Right. Um, so, it's a little mysterious because no one has ever come forward with more information about that. Um, but yeah, now in modern day, staff and visitors of the Berkeley, which by the way is open for tours at the Maritime Museum in San Diego. Staff and guests have reported seeing an apparition that's wearing a trench coat and a fedora, (laughs) milling around the ship. Why a fedora? Um, I know. (laughs) know. (laughs) Times. Yep. And some people believe that it could be John, the one who died in the explosion, or it could be whoever might have been following him, given this incognito type outfit that he was wearing. Because there was one other casualty in this explosion. Um, It was, but he died a few days after. So who knows? But maybe he was being followed, and maybe this person was trying to be incognito. Who knows?
1: Someone was like, yo, a fedora's got (laughs) to (laughs) go.
0: Murdered for his fedora. (laughs) For his terrible hat choice. Yeah. Listen. And paired <laughs> with a trench coat, it's just not a great look.
1: No, it's a bad look. <laughs> All around a bad look.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, but the current director of the Maritime Museum, his name is Jim Davis, and he has a firsthand story uh, with this fedora-wearing apparition. Um, so it was after hours, so Jim called out to say, hey, it's time to leave. We're closed thinking that it was a museum visitor who was staying past closing. Um, but when the person didn't move, Jim walked over to get their attention, but this apparition disappeared, like, right before his eyes. So, <laughs> how do you explain that? Um, yeah. Other than the fedora wearer, though, they people have reported hearing disembodied conversations and footsteps. Excuse me. Specifically on the upper deck of the ship. Quite interesting. Okay, then the next one is also at the Maritime Museum in San Diego, and you gotta go.
1: it's you gotta go there.
0: <laughs> it actually sounds really cool. Yeah, it does um, sound. I I love any museum where they actually let you go onto something <laughs> or have like replicas. Yeah. Yeah. of things. It's just it's so cool. So okay, this one is called the Star of India. It was previously known though as the Euterpe. I think. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it because it was a Greek or Roman goddess. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it was built in 1863, and it is the oldest working sailing vessel, and it was incredible for the time. Um, because it was one of the first ships to be made of iron rather than wood. Um, But things were not that smooth for the Star of India, um, as there was a mutiny on its very first voyage. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) And on the second voyage, they encountered a terrible cyclone. And the stress of the storm seems to have gotten the best of the captain, and he died. the day after on the ship. Oh my God. Maybe he had a heart attack. I don't know. This was back in the 1860s. So, um, the medical (laughs) care probably wasn't great, but yeah. So he died aboard and then even more continued to happen. So the first story of a ghost that people feel today, um, is somebody who is unfortunately nameless, um, but he was a crew member early in the boat's history. And he died after being crushed by the ship's anchor, which is just horrible. Um, I don't know. The anchor is usually on the (laughs) front. I know. I was just going to say, I don't really understand the mechanics of this incident. Yeah. Because they said that he was down in the storage area of the ship where the crew members had their lockers. And I guess people on the upper deck started to raise the anchor. So then the giant chain of the anchor was Uh coming down into the storage area. And he somehow had, he got trapped underneath it at some point. And it just, as it continued to raise, more and more of the chain came down and he just got trapped and people didn't know he was down there so he died um yeah very oh, what sad good
1: way to go mm-hmm.
0: takes a long time probably and just <clears throat> miserable like bones breaking and stuff sorry, <sighs> sorry. sorry. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it was out before i could filter it <laughs> it's okay uh it, yeah no thanks I don't want to go that way. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. no, no. So, no, thank you. Um, but now, in this area where this happened, visitors and staff feel that there's a permanent cold spot right in front of the lockers of this area. So, yeah. Interesting. Yep. But then... Another very active spirit is that of a teenage boy named John Campbell. He was a stowaway on the ship, um, but he was found a couple days into the journey. And to earn his keep, he was put to work on the ship. But tragically, while he was doing repairs on one of the ship's hundred foot masts, John lost his footing and he fell from the mast onto the ship deck. Um. Yeah, he broke both of his legs and sustained other internal injuries that he eventually succumbed to, dying three days after the accident.
1: Oh, falling is another way I
0: would not. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> falling like I just like a peaceful
1: sleep. in yeah. your bed sleep. You know. Yes, that would be. Yeah,
0: I would love that. <laughs> That'd be ideal. That'd be ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um. So nowadays. Visitors who step close to the edge of the upper deck of the ship where John landed after his fall have felt something that feels like a freezing hand grabbing them by the forearm. And this sight that I was looking at was saying, maybe this is John telling them to be wary of falling off. Yeah, like trying to protect them, kind of. Yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And then... Actually, we can always count on ghost adventures (laughs) to to give us the stories. And he did, um, because he did an episode. (laughs) He did. Um, He did an episode on the Star of India, and he interviewed a staff member who has seen the apparition of a teenage boy, presumably John Campbell, on the deck. And another staff member who has felt some unseen person trace the letter S on his back. And so they looked into it because he was not the only person to have felt this. And through their research, they discovered that the crew of the Star of India used to play tag to pass time on the ship. But it wasn't like normal tag where you touch somebody and they're it. In order to tag someone, you had to trace the letter S on someone's back.
1: No way.
0: (laughs) So creepy. That's so wild. Yeah, they're just trying to play. (laughs) Play tag. Play tag. And they're Mm -hmm. also
1: young, too. Like, I always
0: think about that. Like, back in
1: those days when the life expectancy was so much shorter. So you're Mm -hmm. like middle aged at 18 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. they were like in their prime and they're right. like kids basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's so true. That is interesting to think about. So wild. Times have changed. That's for sure. So okay. wild. Then just one more very quick one that I came across while I was on the Ghost Adventures train is that there's a museum in Branson, Missouri, that's dedicated to the Titanic. So the museum, I was shocked (laughs) looking at these pictures. It looks so cool because it's a very close replica of what the Titanic really looked like. Like even from the outside. Yeah, it was, I like wanna go to Branson, Missouri (laughs) just to go to the museum. That's, That's a place I would never go normally, but could be worth the journey. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so, very down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will send you the pictures because it's like they did the grand staircase. They have the um, replicas of like the living quarters and everything. So cool. Um, and. It houses over 400 artifacts that have been recovered from the real wreck of the Titanic. Whoa.
1: Um, I wonder yeah. how, like, bidding on stuff like that works. Because I'm sure thousands yeah. of museums would want that, would want to do, like, an exhibit with all the Titanic stuff. I wonder how that, like, how right. Branson, Missouri won. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. true. Anyone from <laughs> yeah, listening to <laughs> <laughs> Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I also saw an article in the New York Times about somebody who got a pocket watch from a passenger on the Titanic and like no one else was bidding on it somehow. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's overdone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, who knows? But I'm glad they have it and it seems like they're doing a good job. But um, I couldn't get any videos from Zach Bagan's episode at this museum, Um, but they had written some stories. So they believe, the staff and Zach (laughs) believe that the spirits and energies of the passengers could be attached to the artifacts that are now housed in the museum. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like they have people's wedding rings. They have some instruments, which I read that the musicians on the ship played throughout yeah. the time oh. that it was sinking mm-hmm. um, to try to calm people. So I can imagine that those items have a lot of, energy attached to them. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah, so one story that they briefly told was there was a tour guide who reported that he saw the ghost of John Jacob Astor IV, who I think was actually portrayed in the movie Titanic because he was one of the wealthiest and most notorious passengers on the ship. Um, And this tour guide saw his ghost on the replica of the grand staircase, um, just like walking down.
1: <laughs> and
0: the other was somebody who was giving a tour of their replica of the third class bunks in the bottom of the ship. They all witnessed this indentation appear in one of the pillows as if somebody had just laid down, but no one was there. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: Although, I that really yeah. creeps me out. But like, <laughs> like a piece of furniture, I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: no. yeah. Because <laughs> well, how else do you explain that? Yeah, I know. Especially okay. when you watch it happen. Right. Yeah. And then if you yeah. watch it, go
1: away. Right. Because then what do you do? Do you like try to touch it? Do you try to fluff mm-hmm. the pillow? <laughs> I Would
0: don't you know say? because you might run into a ghost. Exactly. Which is, like, <laughs>
1: Listen, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. No, my uncle had that happen in his bedroom at his old house. (laughs) That it was on the bed. It was as if somebody had just sat down Mm. and then stood up, but Mm -hmm. he was just there by himself. So, no, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah,
1: I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, and
0: he lived in the same neighborhood as my parents. So, I wonder if there's some weird thing going around, like in all of these houses in this neighborhood. Because, you know, I thought that my parents' house was haunted too. So, for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Who knows? But. That was all I had for haunted sheep.
1: Now we have a lot of the Maritime Museum and Brampton, Missouri. Brampton. Yep. Brampton. Uh, Got a lot of places to visit. Yes,
0: Um, we do.
1: And now we move on to cruise ships, baby. Um,
0: Yay. Have you ever been on a cruise? No. Your family doesn't
1: cruising type no
0: (laughs) we are Um, not I don't think I would want to
1: I wouldn't ever want to go again but I've been a couple times in my (laughs) youth. where did you go we went to Mexico and to Alaska I will say Alaska is worth doing because you get to see the glaciers yeah that would Um, be cool and we got to see them like calving and stuff which is also like Mm -hmm. sad um yeah but just like you just feel, like, this tiny little speck mm-hmm. on the You're like,
0: holy oh, yeah. shit, man. Some perspective.
1: Yeah, we need to wake up at, like, the ass crack of dawn to see it, but it was worth it.
0: Wow. Um, cool.
1: Okay, so I'm going to start with... Ooh, where do I want to start? Okay, I'm going to start with a couple, like, minor quickie ones, and then I'm going to go into the most haunted of all, and then I'll end <laughs> with just, like, a particularly creepy one um so this one happened on the carnival conquest um so it was and this is like relatively recent like 2000s um it's 5 p.m and a woman and her husband who are obviously staying together um it's just the two of them getting ready for dinner and she they were getting ready and he steps out onto the balcony. And she's looking in the mirror, like finishing getting ready, and she hears behind her this like rough male voice that's like, You look beautiful tonight.
0: (laughs) Interesting. And yeah, first
1: is like, that's weird that my husband is like putting on this voice, but okay. (laughs) And she turns around to like respond to him and he's outside on the balcony still with the door closed. And so she's like, Hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. like we're probably just like in through the hallway or someone i overheard someone else talking whatever hmm. So then, <laughs> except um well she, oh, she also checked the tv because she was like maybe the tv is on but the tv was on like the menu page and it was already on mute so she's like mm-hmm. that's weird so she brushed it off but then she hears the same exact thing again you look so beautiful tonight. and she's like so she peeks into the hallway there's no one there so she freaks out and like runs outside to her husband to tell her what happened tell him what happened And he's like, that's so weird. And then they find out that that same night around that time, they found out the next day that a disgruntled male passenger had thrown himself overboard that night. So not sure if those things are connected, but very creepy.
0: Interesting. Very creepy.
1: So this next one is on a ship called the Thompson Celebration, And it was a mother and daughter um, who went to the ship, had like a luxury cinema, um, and they decided to go one day. They didn't have other plans, and it was fully empty. So they went in, they walked like pretty far down and sat down. Mm -hmm. At some point, like a few minutes into the film, the film had already started, they see the silhouette of three people entering the theater, and it's dark, so obviously they can't see who they are. But they literally walk the entire way down to the road just behind them. And Start like shuffling into the row behind them, which like mm-hmm. paranormal or not, like space out. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah weird when people do that. And you're like, could uh-huh. you just go back one more row? It's yeah, I, I imagine it's how men feel when they're at the urinal and someone comes right next to them. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Give me a little space, please. Yeah, I could use some space. Give use some space, thanks. Um and so they're shuffling down the row behind them to the and like they can hear them and at one point one of them even bumps the daughter's chair. So like, hmm. the daughter, they're, they're there. So, yeah. <laughs> leans over to her mom and is like, I just got like a really creeped out feeling. Like, can we just go? And I think it was more, less paranormal and more like, it's weirding me out mm-hmm. that they're sitting right there. Why are they yeah. sitting right there in this empty room? Mm-hmm. So they get, and the daughter, the mother's like, Yeah, okay, sure. So they get up and they turn to look at them, and there's no one there. (laughs) Oh my God. Impossible because it's the span of maybe 20, 15, 20 seconds, and they were all the way towards the front of the theater, like halfway down, probably. Yeah. And so they like booked it out of there. What was that? Mm
0: -hmm. That is very scary.
1: So another one, this was in 2005 on the Thompson Destiny. I don't know if those ships are, I don't know if Thompson is like a cruise line. I'd never heard of it, but maybe it is.
0: Yeah, Um, I haven't heard of it either.
1: Yeah, it was a father and son traveling together. And the father in the middle of the night wakes to the sound of the wardrobe doors swinging open. He opens his eyes Mm -hmm. and shoots up and there's a stranger like rifling through his things. And it's like, it's not like, Oh, it's dark I didn't see him. Like he could see the guy. Like it was like, he explained like, like shoulder length, brown hair, like about this tall, Mm -hmm. like kind of a, like, uh, like medium build. Like he, he saw the guy. And so like yells out and the stranger like whips his head and looks at him and then dives into the wardrobe. (laughs) And it's like, what? Whoa. And so he gets up and he's like like runs to the wardrobe and obviously he's not in the wardrobe and yeah. the door was on the other side of the wardrobe but the door it was a full length door and it was blocking the exit
0: Oh. so yeah.
1: he couldn't have dove under the door there was like inches of clearance yeah. and mm-hmm. then he couldn't have gone around it because it completely blocked the exit so he was like huh. okay this is so weird. Like maybe that was just a dream. So he goes yeah. back to sleep and he like checks on the son. his son's fine, and he goes back to sleep. A couple hours later, he's woken by the son yelling in an unfamiliar voice. Like he wakes <sighs> up and like sat up, like yelling in someone else's voice, and saying, like, along oh. lines of like, you don't even care about the people on this ship.
0: And then oh. the son like
1: <sighs> goes back to sleep. And the dad's like we're getting them mm-hmm. back. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no way. Super uh, creepy. Creepy. So, I was going to say it was like Mr. Tumnus from <laughs> The Lion, the Witch, I and the Wardrobe. My immediate thought, the thought I was like,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's not
0: there. We don't know. Until the yelling in somebody else's voice that's just demonic. Yeah, possession vibes. Not, not mm-hmm. cute
1: so this brings us to arguably the most haunted cruise ship and according to time magazine top 10 most haunted places just generally in the world um this is the queen mary um so Hmm. the queen mary or the rms queen mary is reportedly home to over 150 ghosts um Her decades of service were both as an ocean liner and as a troop ship in World War II. Um, She has carried more than 3 million passengers across the Atlantic.
0: Um, Mm
1: So she was Running in service from nineteen thirty six to nineteen sixty seven, um, and after that just rests in Long Beach, California. Um, so during COVID, there was a note about this. During COVID, there were always tours once she was retired. Um, mm-hmm. Tours of the ship, and you could even stay overnight. They closed that down with COVID, but it looks like it's reopened recently. Oh, cool. Um, so according to the Queen Mary's passenger logbooks, forty seven passengers have died on board. However, many more servicemen also met their end on the ship who are not recorded as passengers of the Mm -hmm. ship. They're not Mm -hmm. considered 47. Um, So it was built in 1936, as I said, as a luxury ocean liner um, and the flagship of the Cunard Line, which I don't know what that is, um, Mm -hmm. but it now serves as a hotel and a museum. It hosts approximately 1.5 million visitors each year. It's a big ship. There was an archivist who, going back to like deaths on the ship, there was an archivist named Bill Winberg who told the Los Angeles Times back in 1988 that during her service in World War II, quote, there was a burial at sea every four hours. There also are, yeah, there also are stories of soldiers who would literally jump ship as the Queen Mary left New York and who knows how many of these people drowned or made it to shore, end quote. So lots of death um, on and around this ship in that time right because it was world war ii so yeah. a few different highlights um so firstly um there are a couple rooms specifically that are considered to be very i don't know like famous for being haunted um mm-hmm. first one is um B- Hold on, let me make sure i'm looking at the right one Okay, so the first one is B-474. So this is connected to a spirit known as Dana, um, and she was named that by a paranormal investigator who did like extensive research on the Queen Mary through the 80s and 90s. So um, she allegedly is a young girl who roams the halls of the Queen Mary still. Um, visitors report Dana haunting the archive and cargo areas of the ship, playing hide-and-seek um, behind... Uh, storage crates and according to they say legend because not all of this is like perfectly documented um the family a family of four occupied room b 474 um and met their end when the father strangled his wife and one of the children and left their bodies on the bed um oh God. He then Yeah, he then shot his remaining daughter in the bathroom and took his own life. And many people Mm -hmm. believe that daughter that he shot is Dana, um, who Mm -hmm. continues on the ship to this day. So. There are tons of like weird ghostly things that Dana does other than just kind of appearing um, in the room, in the cargo room um, or in the cargo hold, um, and even around uh, the area that used to house the what they call the second class pool. So there are different pools on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. She There's video evidence, and I literally saw the video. It's really clear and really creepy of a little girl mm-hmm. saying, Mommy, who is it? And there are all these people with like night vision cameras, and it's like the guy with the the video camera on one side of the pool, and across, like two people on like one of those like elevated platforms next to the pool,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they're all just like sitting there waiting. And then it's like, mommy, who is it?
0: Oh, wow. And then
1: the guy's are, like, was that you? And they were like, no, dude. Like, <laughs> like, what? <it?" laughs> well, yeah. So weird. Very yeah, weird. And very. What's funny is when I was researching, I came across that video first and there's no mention of Dana. It's just like, this is a creepy oh. thing that happened on the Queen Mary. And then I read about um, Dana and I was like, Oh my God. Connections. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, very creepy.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, so then there is the deceased officer, William Stark, um, who stole a bottle of gin uh, while he was aboard the ship, um, but as he was drinking it, he realized it was not gin it was in fact cleaning fluid oh no um, yeah and um of course died days later he got very he fell very ill within hours um, and mm-hmm. then yeah come to the the poisoning but a lot of people around the area where um he was thought to have actually consumed the cleaning liquid, cleaning fluid. They hear inexplicable choking sounds.
0: Oh, creepy. Yeah. So creepy. Mm.
1: Um, there is the lady in white, of course, because there's always mm-hmm. a lady in white. Um, <laughs> she was once a young, beautiful woman who loved dancing. Um, and her spirit is seen still in the salon, often seen beh- beside the piano in a long white evening gown, dancing to music that no one can hear. Um, hmm. one passenger even followed her, um, cause they saw her mm-hmm. dancing and then she kind of walked away. And so they followed her towards like the elevator vestibule. But by the time they like rounded the corner to catch up with her, she was gone.
0: Whoa, crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so <clears throat> then there is another room, um, B340, where a man was found dead in his cabin. Um, so he was found dead in the cabin. This is, like, the most famous room on the entire ship. Like, this is the room that they closed off to visitors for a time because so much weird oh. stuff was happening in there. Mm-hmm. So a woman who was staying there, um, you know, and this is, like, probably decades after this man died, but this woman who was staying in there woke up in the middle of the night, saw a figure over her bed, and then felt the sheets being pulled off the bed.
0: Mm-hmm. She screamed,
1: mm-hmm. the lights on. Of course, there's no one there, but the sheets were in a pile. Yeah. Well, a lot of people um, have noted like doors slamming by themselves, water going on and off, lights going on and off. And like having been on a cruise ship, I mean, on a newer cruise ship, they're still kind of like old school. You know what I mean? Like crank crank sink handles and stuff like water Mm -hmm. faucets and stuff like that. Like it's not like. I don't know. It it just seems really weird. Like some of these things with like lights turning on and off, like, okay, faulty wiring, but like the water, like having to crank the faucet a ton of times Mm -hmm. is a little bit sus. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think like kind of the last straw, there was a housekeeper and like more and more of the staff are like, we don't want to work in there. It's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so there was a housekeeper who came in and put clean sheets on the bed. And then she went out into the hallway to grab fresh towels, came back and the sheets were ripped off the bed in a pile on the ground. So I don't wow. know why this ghost his is like, it's his M.O. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so she was like, uh-uh. And there was nobody around. Mm. So she like searched the room. She was like calling out in the hallway like there was nobody there. Mm. So Creepy. She was like, that's that. So the room was closed yeah. for a while and then was reopened to tours and overnights in 2019 after they kind of redid the room to sort of play up a lot of the supernatural oh. things that happened there. So they put like, Ouija boards and like <laughs> boxes and things mm-hmm. like that to kind of like make it more of a tourist attraction, yeah. which is like kind of interesting and also like don't fuck with that mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like why would you do that? Yeah. Um, no. There is the woman by the pool. Um, so this is one of the like full bodied apparitions. So uh, I'll go into a couple others that are just like, you know, handprints or like a ghostly hand or things like that. But this is like a full ass woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So she's known as a woman by the pool. Um, people often see adult-sized wet footprints and puddles appearing along mm. the edge of the first-class pool or near the changing room, um, announcing the imminent appearance of this specter. Um, so it's like a little, like, warning, which is like kind of interesting, like fun, fun calling card. Yes, <laughs> like, hey,
0: I'm, I'm coming.
1: coming. <laughs> um, and visitors describe the spirit as a woman in her late 20s or early 30s wearing a 1930s-style swimsuit. Like, ooh, cute.
0: Retro. Yeah.
1: Um, the identity of this ghost remains a mystery, but she's enjoyed many refreshing swims over the past century. Uh, though the pool no longer contains any water, so that oh. also is like how are there puddles, what? And their footprints? Yeah, if there's no water.
0: Interesting. In um,
1: okay, so two there were two little girls, Sarah and Jackie, who actually died aboard the Queen Mary. They were five and eight years old, respectively. Um, and several, this is mainly impacts the staff. Um, a lot of staff members hear inexplicable singing, giggling, and, like, mm-hmm. answers to their questions. So if they're, like, talking oh. to colleagues, they'll hear, like, little girl voices responding to them, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, kind of sweet. Um, yeah. But according to those same paranormal investors, investigate
0: investors, <laughs> investors. <laughs> I'm invested in the paranormal. <laughs> I'm a named <laughs> paranormal investor. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I would like to invest in Zach Bagans. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Um, Where's every a penny?
1: Sidebar, just a quick sidebar. <laughs> there is like a huge cult following for Zach Bagans of women who are like, give me this. <laughs> Like, are you ladies okay? Like,
0: what's going uh-huh. on? Who are you? Wow. Yeah, okay. what's your taste? What? Uh, huh. Yeah. I you're mean guys. his his biceps are like massive. Pretty, pretty so impressive. If, he if, does if have to to that. that. I feel, but like,
1: yeah. <laughs> the rest of him, I'm Everything like nothing else. Like, no. The way he dresses, <laughs> the hair, his yeah. I should also. The,
0: uh, <laughs> the way he, like, provokes the. Yes. He's, like, so mean to yeah, the
1: spirits. Mean. And he's just, like, so, like, just overly dramatized. Yeah. You're like, Dude. But then again, yeah. has, like a paranormal investigation show. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, So, sorry, according to the same paranormal investigator who I mentioned earlier, who did that, like, research over a couple decades, they believe that Sarah is the older of the two, the eight-year-old, and she's very protective of Jackie, the five-year-old. And so visitors who come to that pool, um, the pool area at night where they drowned, they drowned on board, Mm -hmm. feel strong, sharp slaps when there's no one around. And they believe that it's Sarah, like, get away, like, slap.
0: Oh.
1: But they've said that after, like, two or three slaps, she kind of gets comfortable with somebody, and then she mm-hmm. backs off. So it's really <laughs> odd. Yeah, um, Yeah. So one of the, like, mass deaths that happened that was not included in that, like, 47 passengers was um, – there was a time in October of 42 where the Queen Mary actually collided with another boat, um, the HMS Curacoa and, Hmm. um, 300 crew members died. Um, Hmm. so guests will, Still regularly wake to the sounds of screaming and water rushing, oh, and yikes. there was one family who experienced it like every single night at three a.m. or I guess morning, every wow. single morning at three a.m. Woke them up, and Whoa. they would think, of course, like logically, it's a drill, and so oh. they'd run out and out, run out into the like main hallway from their cabin and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, uh. <laughs> and then fine, so no. go back to sleep same thing would happen. They were like, what the
0: fuck? (laughs) How disturbing. Yeah.
1: So then the last one about the Queen Mary is a man named John Petter. Um, He was an 18-year-old firefighter who died in 66. Um, He was crushed in a routine drill by a Mm -hmm. fire door, um, specifically door 13, which, oddly enough, takes 15 seconds to close. So there are a lot of who suspect that someone held him there and actually murdered him.
0: Um, Um.
1: Which is very creepy. Um, Mm -hmm. But people also refer to the entity who is thought to be John Petter as Half Latch Harry. Um, He creeps around in corridors and elevators near the engine room where he died. Um, Visitors to the area known as Shaft Alley sometimes report being followed by a bearded man in work overalls who disappears near Mm -hmm. door 13. Other visitors to the area claim to hear unexplained banging on pipes, seeing greasy handprints appear on the walls, and even unseen Mm -hmm. hands grabbing their clothing or bags. Um, And as you can probably already tell, he's very bold on tours. Like he Mm -hmm. appears fully, like another full-bodied apparition at times, and like is very physical with people, especially on the ghost tours. Mm -hmm. One woman example was walking down the hallway felt someone grab her shirt from the back and start to pull her towards door 13. She struggled free and turned and of course no one was there but as she turned back to look at the door a large handprint appeared there before (gasps) her eyes like a green oh my god yeah how scary majorly spooked Mm -hmm. and this is my last of the cruise ship creepiness um okay. This ship is called the Brilliance of the Seas. Um, so there's a mom and daughter who is 15. Um, the mom wakes up in the middle of the night and sees that the daughter is standing in the middle of the room, just standing there staring at her. So she calls out to her and the daughter wakes with a start, but is on the couch behind the mother. What? So she turns, <laughs> her daughter there turns back and the figure in the middle of the room is gone.
0: Ew. Yeah, <laughs> scary, out. Yeah,
1: they're super creeped out. They're like, Okay, <laughs> so the next morning they're getting ready for the day, and the TV suddenly turns on, and they're like, That's kind of weird. And the mom goes to turn it off, and it won't turn off, and so she's like, Okay, whatever, we'll just leave it on. And then the channels start flipping suddenly, Mm-mm. like really fast.
0: No. <laughs> 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 <Nah>. so,
1: <laughs> They left and I think, like, told maintenance or whatever, like, there's something wrong with the TV. Like, can you please go in and fix it? It's creeping us out. And they were like, yeah, yeah. So I think they just unplugged the TV eventually. Mm -hmm. So then later that day, the mom and the daughter were just in the room. And all of a sudden, they get this, like, overwhelming smell of, like, rotten eggs. And I'm like, sulfur, demon. (laughs) Yep. And the mom's like, okay, like there must be like a food cart with like fat something bad on it, like what the hell is yeah. that? And so she like peeks out into the hallway to see where it's coming from. And there's nobody in the hallway, but she can hear this like banging sound coming from like a service door a couple doors down. So she like goes to investigate, and there were two people trying like desperately to get into the hallway from the service door, which minds you mind you, locks from the inside, not the outside. So not from the right. hallway. locks from the huh. inside. So oh they finally are able to get the door open and they were like, were you holding the door closed? And she was like, no, of course not. I heard you banging. And they were like, well, someone was holding the door closed. And she was like, no, no one was holding the door closed. I came, <laughs> I heard you banging and there was no one there. And they were like, clearly oh. like rattling the handle. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> uh, yeah. So they ended up the daughter and the mom ended up checking out like as soon as yeah. They were short.
0: Yeah. Nope. I wouldn't stay either. That Creezo is so creepy.
1: Cruise ships, yes.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Oh my God. Yeah, that last one is too far.
1: Yeah, too, too far.
0: far.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the TV flipping channels. I didn't love that. Uh,
0: no, that just makes me uneasy. I was going to, yeah, if you were going to say that it started flipping through the channels when the TV was unplugged. I was going <laughs> to just cancel no. it. No, no, no.
1: We're, we're, we're canceling. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. We're ending right here. Yep. Uh, it's canceled. She made, it, she made it through the exorcisms. She made it through the mm-hmm. demons. <laughs> oh,
0: <boy. laughs> Too far. <laughs> yeah. What a weird place to draw the line, but, okay. you know. To each his own. <laughs> uh-huh. Um
1: so that concludes episode one of season two. Um, I'm Olivia, and that is Amy, and this is oh, yeah. on spooky.
0: <laughs> we don't really introduce ourselves anymore, do we?
1: No, we don't. But we've done it at the end. So, and yep. hopefully, if you're listening, then you already know who we are because you yeah. click on the podcast. So
0: yep. <laughs>
1: we'll be better about it. We'll be better about it. But. Yeah. Um, follow us on social at girls gone spooky on Facebook and Instagram and email us your stories or any theme ideas or literally anything um, (laughs) to
0: girlsgone spooky
1: at gmail.com. You also can just DM us on social. Yep. And with that, stay spooky, my friend. Stay
0: spooky. Bye. Bye.